This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. You guys, you made it. You made it to Friday. Yay! Welcome to Friday. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Yes. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, Brad. He's sanitizing still. We are both actually still sanitizing. Now I'm trying to figure out if I sprayed bleach in my coffee. So I don't know. Things get loopy later. Bleach in my coffee. Bleach in my coffee. And you're so dead. Oh, okay. If you drink this coffee with bleach, I'm so dead. I feel like we went dark on a Friday. Uh, but here we are. Uh, we've been through another week here in quarantine, staying home. It's just, can I tell you, it's just some days I forget. Today is a day where I'm just like, oh, we have to do all this stuff. Like, and I just forget that we. it takes time. You mean the sanitizing? <laughs> well, the, the sanitizing, sanitizing and then like somebody left their uh, microphone thing on. And yep. so then I'm like trying to do that. And Okay, then... so can I just, so for those of you who are like, what microphone thing? Uh, just to give everybody the insight. And I know we've done this before. I think it's important to do it again and again and again to show you that we indeed are social distancing at MyTalk1071. Um, so Holly is in the studio she's always in. She's, oh, we're out of sanitizer in here oh, um, we'll you, we'll get, i will get you some thanks hold Hollis. on here let thanks. me do it hold. okay hold on here she comes okay so um holly is in one studio she's in the studio she always is in where she runs the production board i am in what we call the talk studio which is the big studio that usually bradley and i are in together oh thank you i had a wipe it's the sanitizer it's fine i'm fine you everything's bleach fine water. no i need this purell oh we I'm still have here. that well, we're supposed to. Okay. Oh. We're, this is called on-air production. <laughs> Bradley's in I a haven't had that for weeks. studio for me um, where he's broadcasting from. So we're all doing our social distancing. When we switch over, which is a four minute, there's a four minute switch over. Usually on a normal day, it's a little bit tight, right? Because Donna's a bag lady. She's got a lot of stuff. It takes some. And then we chat. And that's really usually the only time we see each other. So it already kind of is a tight squeeze trying to get us all situated. But then add to it the fact that we sanitize every single ever-loving thing. And one of the things that we have is called a pop protector. What is it called? It's a a condom for your mic. We call it a microphone condom. Um, It's something that goes over your microphone that catches all your droplets. And we all have separate ones of those. We didn't used to have separate ones. Yep. We used to just talk into the same 
ding dang spit That's protector. Nasty. It's a little bit nasty now it's when we think about it. It's nasty now when you nasty. think about it, but right? But at the time we just never thought about it. So we each have our own one of those. And so sometimes you walk away from the microphone and you're just not necessarily in the habit of taking it off and blah blah blah. Long story short, it's Friday and we're here and we had an eventful morning. We did. We got to hang out with listeners this morning and um, porn free. It was totally porn free and you guys, we had a blast. It was so really fun. If um if you had any interest in doing this with us and you weren't able to, good news, we're probably going to do this again. We'll probably do it next Friday and there'll probably be more opportunities for you to join us. We had, I don't know, what, about eight folks yeah. uh, show up this morning and it was just the three of us hanging out in our own places, spaces. Holly was here at the prep studio. You and I were in our office areas. I don't, mm. you were in the sunroom. Sun yeah. Yep. I was in my office. And um, we just kind of kicked back, talked about some stuff that happened in our lives. The listeners engaged us with some questions. It was actually quite refreshing and delightful. It was refreshing and delightful. And uh, like you said, we'll be doing it again next week. So be listening next week for an opportunity to win your way in. That's how <sighs> we that's how we make sure that we don't get any unsolicited um, Richard picks in the chat room. Although uh, Colleen did show us a. Dick. I did. And I his did. name is Dick, Dick Van Dyke. Van, Dick Van Dyke. So you thought I was going to say something naughty, you <laughs> perverts. <laughs> but one of the things that Bradley shared uh, in our little coffee with Team Cobra this morning. Bleach free. Which, what? My coffee was bleach free. Oh, good. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Um, Bradley did not spray bleach in his coffee. Um, what One of the things you shared, Bradley, was the eventful morning that you had in your yard. Yeah, I think this is just like this is going to be my day for the day, which is uh, the first thing that I do. Did all my stuff this morning and then right about the time that uh, the three of us were going to come together to prepare for our coffee chat with listeners. I was like, oh, I'm going to go get my laptop. It's in the other room. And then I'm going to refill my coffee. And as I was going out, Jamie, my partner, is also, um, he's working from home right now. And so he has this office space set up in our dining room. So I walk by, and as I walk by his Zoom call, he goes, oh, will you check on the dog? And I was like, of course, that's Louise. And uh, But then I, I did think to myself, why did you let the dog out while you were in the middle of a a business meeting right that just seems like a recipe for distraction so because our dog likes she louise loves to bark when she's outside and that's not very helpful for the neighbors so anyway i go outside to check on louise she's not sitting on the stoop on her pillow where she normally does when it's sunny and beautiful hmm. she is down in what i would like to call her naughty area <laughs> okay hmm. We each have our own <laughs> naughty areas but for louise that means an area of the grass that is obscured from the home so that she can engage in illegal activities. Oh, now she's doing she, drugs. She's not doing drugs or okay. drinking <laughs> or like gambling. But what she is doing is usually eating something that she shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, I, I'm just going to use some terms. Mm -hmm. So excuse me if you're eating. Sometimes it's barf. Oh, sometimes it's uh, rabbit doo doo. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes, like this morning when I went down to check to see what she was nibbling on. It was an actual rabbit. Oh, my God. Ah! Oh, my God, you guys. And she was probably really proud right. of her kill. My like, dog does one. not do that. Like, some people are like, yeah, and? No, my dog does not do this. Now, she loves to chase rabbits, mm -hmm. but we've always said she wouldn't know what the heck to do with that rabbit if she ever caught it, right? Right. 
Turns out we know what she would do. And what she would do is carry it around in her mouth like she had won the rabbit lottery. And she did. It was a baby rabbit because my dog's about 14 pounds soaking wet. And this poor little rabbit, thankfully, had departed the planet Yeah. at this point. So it was not alive. Mm -hmm. And I began chasing her around the backyard trying to get her to let go of the rabbit. And anyone with a dog or an animal knows Mm -hmm. that is not going to happen. No. Once that animal has another animal between its jaws, it is not letting go. And I contemplated, like, I tried to do the thing where I, because she stopped and I was able to grab hold of her. And I was like, okay, do I pull the dead animal out of her mouth? (laughs) But I didn't want to do that because I was about to go on a Zoom call. And I okay. didn't want to have rabbit juices on me. Uh, okay, number one, I do need to pause here and ask this question. Pause, cute. Were you? Mm, were it not for the fact that you were going to be joining our Zoom call, would you have actually grabbed the yeah. rabbit? Yeah, I've had to do that with uh, a mouse before. I, that doesn't it doesn't gross me out for some reason. Now, if it had been alive, different story. Okay. You know, what's going through my head is like, does it have rabies? Am I going to die? Mm. And I was like, and it's we've dead. We've already been through that before. I've been, I've been there. <laughs> Long story, $3,000. I don't care if you have insurance, $3,000. Mm. Rabies shots, $3,000. Mm-hmm. Of your own money, $3,000. Anyway, so that was the only thing going through my head. And I was like, well, it's dead. And I can wash off whatever. You know, we've been in this pandemic mood where right. I'm like, I, I'm good with washing my hands. It's fine. But I, I just didn't want to go there. So I literally ran back in the house. My dog, again, has a baby bunny in its oh. mouth. I run back into my house. I grab a spoon. I take the biggest scoop of peanut butter. And then I stand on the stoop and yell her safe word, which is the word that you yell so that she will come running back to the house. And that word is kennel up. Uh-huh. Or that phrase, kennel up. Uh-huh. So she drops the, the rabbit. I'm like, yes. But then she looks at it, looks at me. Looks at the peanut butter, looks at the rabbit, and it took about two minutes, but finally she came shooting in the house and gobbled up all that peanut butter, and I slammed the door and went to the Zoom call. Okay. And then left the rabbit out there, and that's another story. Okay, so that is, that's the story I wanted to get to. <laughs> Part at two. Present, how did the rabbit... Yes, is the bunny, is the deceased baby bunny still sitting there so i walk back outside after our wonderful zoom chat with listeners okay mm-hmm. and i gave my partner a stink eye uh-huh. i think that's appropriate and um he's like thanks i'm like mm-hmm, yeah we'll talk about that later mm-hmm. uh, no it was fine um i walked outside <laughs> it was fine it was Everything's fine, fine. It's i'm fine. fine it's fine i'm alive <laughs> i don't have uh anything to worry about um people have far less than i do this is fine um <laughs> I grabbed the pooper scooper. We have a pooper oh, scooper smart. and a pooper uh, pooper scooper holder. Mm-hmm. You know, like a yep. s- sweeper thing. Yep. So I took that out, rolled up the dearly departed, oh. and then I took it to a happy resting place behind the garage, mm. where hopefully some other woodland creature yeah. can have a meal. Not your dog. Yeah. Not little wheezy so and then i came and washed my hands about 40 more times than i've already done this morning i mean i can't believe you haven't plunged them into that bleach water in the studio i mean had we not been through everything we've already been oh through my gosh. where those things are in you know in uh we don't overuse those things yeah. unnecessarily i probably would still have my hands in bleach oh my gosh because, i cannot yeah what a morning 
I mean, but, you know, what was delightfully refreshing about that moment? It had nothing to do with any of yeah. the 50 real things that are going on in the world. It was just a moment where that's life. It was like the circle of life. Yes. It was like nature was nature. And I feel bad because... I love, like, anybody who knows me knows that I don't kill things. Like, spiders, I don't kill spiders. I think they're, I say hi to them and I say thank you when they're in my house because I know they're killing other things. When there are those little uh, eyebrow things that run across the floor, mm-hmm. I just, I let them do their thing. If they're in the bathtub, I'll, I'll put a piece of paper towel down so they can crawl on it and I'll take them to another part of the house. That so, is so sweet. I did not know that about you. I kill things. I don't. I, because you never know. I don't want to come back as one of those eyebrow things one day and somebody steps on me. That would be unfortunate. Anyway, um, so... Do you ever get sad when a fly gets stuck in your car and you're driving it away from its family? I do. Okay, just checking. On that cheerful note, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, by the way, Bradley, I'm sorry for for that dearly departed bunny, but I am glad for you that it was like a little slice of weird... Normalcy. Normalcy. Yeah. (laughs) This dark time. May you appreciate... My moment of terror. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. I have a real weird mix of stories today. Oh, good. I don't know like what's weird. happening, but it's just weird stuff. So first, I'm going to start with the headline that Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos have revealed the secret to their healthy sex life. Oh, Isn't great. that nice? Great. I love this. What is it? They did um, a radio is interview. having sex? <laughs> I think that's probably it. Because I think that's usually just it, really. Yeah. <laughs> They, she says the longest that they went without sex was when Mark Consuelos was in Australia for seven months. But Kelly Ripa did come to visit him in the middle of his trip. And um, that that has been a big part of their relationship. Can I ask a question? What? D- did anybody ask? Yeah, I think he just, I mean, I don't know what the question was because I didn't listen to the whole radio show. I'm just reading it. They were, he was asking about their relationship and how their relationship has survived. You know, it's a long entertainment marriage right yeah Yeah, i just i think the thing i have a hard time with and i'm not saying i'm not a prude by any stretch and i don't think you know i think that there are are benefits to talking frankly about sex but often in this case and also the case of like suzanne summers etc the thing about a sex life is a sex life for a couple is whatever works for the couple true and so when you uh, share those details of your sex life, it, it's not, it seems always to me that it's more about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What other people will perceive about your relationship than it is about giving information that's useful and helpful for other people. Does that make sense? Yeah, that might be fair. I mean, I think Suzanne Summers is always trying to, you know, take the taboo out of it, especially mm-hmm. as women age and helping women who are in their 60s and 70s still feel like they can be their best selves. I just love that someone thinks there's taboo about sex. <laughs> right? What? <laughs> Have you yeah. seen our Zoom chat? Yeah, I know. Hello. It's true. Oy. Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos got <laughs> married in 1996 and they have three kids together. Um, she said, I think we found each other at the right time in our lives. We were really young. Not that that's the right time in somebody's life, but we were pliable. We learned, we learned each other well. And so with that comes a certain level of comfort and confidence and experimentation and fun. We like to have fun. She looks at him though, like she just adores him. Is falling in love with him all over again. Yes, and there is nothing that a man loves more than that. Right, that's true. (laughs) I mean, it really is. I am convinced, like every time I see her, the way she looks at him, like sometimes I'll watch her Instagram videos and he'll be in her dressing room. And then he'll pop in and she'll look at him just like, oh, my gosh, I'm so in love with you. And I'm Mm. thinking there is no way he would ever stray from that. No, because that is like the best thing. I love that. It's a tonic for heterosexual men. It really is. It really is. I like a lady who looks at me. Looks like women who look at them like they're in love (laughs) with them, like they're the best. And women who who like show that they need the guy to be around. Straight men love that stuff. They also love it when you make them sandwiches. I mean, I would just like to have that is one thing I have in common with straight men. (laughs) I know. If someone makes you a sandwich, Mm -hmm. how wonderful that is. If I make Jay a sandwich, he's like the happiest person in the world. Hey, I made you a sandwich. He's like, what? (laughs) Isn't that funny? (laughs) I like sandwiches. Let me give you a a bird's eye view into gay men's. Ooh, give it to us. We want to know. I can't make a sandwich for him because it wouldn't be the right way to make a sandwich. That (laughs) is so. Uh-huh. Funny. And you know what? That is exactly the difference between gay men and straight men right yeah. there. Yeah. Because I would hear like, oh, if sentence. I would have done this, then I would have done, you know, I would have put a little extra mayo or a little whatever. I will say, you know, uh, like I am a little bit picky about my sandwiches. And so <laughs> mm-hmm. it is possible. It's been a while since shock my husband you, my has co-host made... And my- Life partner sounds oh, yeah, seriously. That if that's not, I mean, we've had that conversation a thousand times. So good. Yeah. The All things right, I enough. have in common with Jamie. <laughs> there are certain things though that are much better when someone else makes it for you. Sandwiches yeah, and I salads. Salads. Are the I hate the salads I make, yeah. and I put the same darn stuff in them. You go to a restaurant and see oh. a salad, and you're thinking, oh, beets. Yeah. Goat cheese. Yeah. Walnuts. Oh God, I love Great. beets. Great. You just reminded me I have beets and goat cheese. Oh, oh I good. need to get. Oh, oh I got to put that on my list. Yeah. You get guys. it from Imperfect because you can update your delivery right now. I just oh. got my <laughs> delivery last night, Colleen. Thank you for asking about it. Um. I want to tell you that Costco has these beets. That's where I got the beets that are that pre-cooked. Are pre-cooked. I know. I and got they're the in beets. vacuum. I got the, the beets. beets. They're in a vacuum sealed package. Those are good. And then because I'm the only one in my family who eats the beets. Yeah. So I just keep them in a bag and then I put one on my salad. I know. I like those beets. I've oh, they're before. so good. Happy <laughs> Friday, everybody. This is how you know it's Friday. Uh, it's because the dirt alert. The dirt alert turns into food well, chat. Beets grow in the dirt. A lot of people, Some people think, think beets taste, taste like, like dirt. dirt. That's oh, true. Bradley. I love it. Okay, this is really interesting. Bachelor Nation is so observant. And this is a very 
weird couple alert that they are speculating about, okay? Mm. Victoria Fuller was the most controversial contestant on the last season of The Bachelor, okay? She was the one who was accused of breaking up marriages, in her hometown, and um, she just had constant drama with Peter. She was always crying. She didn't even get to take him in to her house for the hometown visit because God. it was, like, so awful. So Victoria Fuller did, like, this group. Um, she was part of a screenshot during a group Zoom with some fellow season 24 Bachelor contestants, hmm. okay? And then what happened was that people who were watching this Zoom realized that the living room that she was sitting in with the sofa and a particular pillow look exactly <gasps> like the sofa and the pillow that former bachelor Chris Souls, remember the farmer Ooh, from Iowa yeah, who, who was hit arrested. and killed the guy yes. when he was drinking? Yes. He has the same couch and pillow. So all of Bachelor Nation is saying that Victoria Fuller just confirmed that she's in a relationship with him and she's quarantining with him in Iowa right now. Can you even believe it? That is wild. Isn't that crazy how they put I that together? I love the internet. This is like they 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 solve cold case, um, cold murder cases. 100%. And cold celebrity uh, shenanigan it's cases. It's so true. Yes. It's really interesting. That is great. Both of them, um, they would probably be a great match, actually, the more that I think What's about What's he been two. up to? Just hanging out in Iowa mm -hmm. and oh, then posting God. pictures of um, himself on his couch. In Elizabeth Instagram. Reese, yeah. in our remaining moments, yes. did you watch Listen to Your Heart last week or this week? Why did I not ask you? I didn't watch it. <gasps> Elizabeth, I, know. I, I am recorded. You must watch it. I'm going to get in on it because this I found... This is that spinoff. That's yes. the spinoff of Bachelor. And, you know, I didn't... I resisted Bachelor in Paradise for so many years. And then Marley McMillan would tell me, it's better than Bachelor. You need to be watching it. And then I started and I was like, she's right. It's so great. So listen um, to your heart. I'm yeah. getting in on it. You need to get in on that. Elizabeth Reese, thanks for that lovely dirt alert. Happy weekend, guys. Happy Have weekend some beats on us. Woohoo! After this, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. 651 Six four one one zero seven one. Thirty second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Leah on the line, and what is Leah playing for? Leah is playing for a big fat one of these. A My Talk one zero seven one T-shirt. Wow, Leah, you ready to play the thirty second pop culture challenge? Totally ready. All right, honey, here we go. Who plays Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Johnny Depp. Memories is a song from what musical? Cat. Linus from Peanuts carries around what object? A blanket. Bayside High School is the location of what teen show? Saved by the Bell. That's all I see. Wait. So, you know, you're right. Oh, there we go. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah! <laughs> Congratulations, Leah. You won the 30-second pop culture challenge today. And um, we'll get that T-shirt out to you as soon as humanly possible. As Thank you for playing. As humanly possible. And uh, we'll play again on Monday. So we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show, the 30-second pop culture challenge. And now that we've done that, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Item. 
Celebrity Gossip Mysteries. I have to say, I told Bradley off of the air that looking for celebrity gossip mysteries right now at this moment in history is just very comforting. Yeah. The hot goss keeps rolling. It's sort of like our gossip version of being a dog in the backyard killing a baby bunny. And you had to listen to our first segment. It's the first (laughs) hour of the podcast. If you want to know what she's talking about, my dog ate a bunny rabbit today. There you go. Bye. Here's our first celebrity gossip Thank mystery. You. Sink your teeth into this. Okay. okay. After bailing him out of what should have been a firing offense five years ago, this university said enough is enough. And they said they would fire this celebrity oh. doctor. If that happened, whatever credibility he had would be gone. So he tried to walk back his statement from earlier mm-hmm. while doing a poor job of it. As for the other doctor, he's going to need to have his A-plus list boss intervene to get oh, him to stop. That, Dr. Okay, Dr. Oz, Oz Dr. Phil, and Oprah. Oprah. All of them. And I don't know who the university is. Uh, that's Columbia University okay. in New York City. Yeah. Read it and we'll weep. Okay. I won't weep. I'll laugh. <laughs> so after bailing Dr. Oz out of what should have been a firing offense five years ago, Columbia University said enough is enough, and they said that they would fire Dr. Oz. Now, if that happened, whatever credibility Dr. Oz has would be gone. So, Dr. Oz tried to walk back his statements from earlier while doing a poor job of doing it. As for Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil is going to need to get Oprah, his TV boss, on the (sighs) horn to help save his career. So... We're going to talk about this a little yeah. bit later, but let's just have a nice little teaser. Okay. So, Dr. Oz, nice try. Mm-hmm. Dr. Phil, what? Oprah, excuse me. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that was a great okay, tease. Okay, so here's, this is my, okay. Uh, so, why can't the TV, or why can't doc, why don't they just stick to the doctory stuff? The stuff that is actually within their actual wheelhouse, right? And not make commentary on the issues of how we are going to, as a society, kind of reintegrate, right? That's my issue, is they're having commentary on things they're not informed on. This, I, I think, honestly, what this shows is that, like, there is a, there's a, har- like, in this moment, we're learning there is a harmful place like in in a normal world we we poke fun at people like Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz more so Dr. Oz I would say cuz we've as a show kind of treated him as maybe the more dangerous of the two because what it 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 seems as though what he is offering the public is the trust advice and knowledge and science of a doctor um for profit which yeah. is the problematic part because I think a lot of people realize like he's just a guy who's trying to make some money doing a thing and like maybe take it for what it's worth. But that can also be very harmful, right? Like Dr. Phil less so because he doesn't purport to be a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. He, you know, yes, he uses the word doctor, but he's a clinical psychologist, although he doesn't actually have any. Um, I don't think he's licensed in any state to practice clinical psychology at this point, but that at least, you know, I don't think he's trying to get you to take vitamins because he thinks that they're going to make you healthy, even though science says otherwise. He's just kind of like, he's kind of one of those people that's kind of annoying because he kind of tells you like he knows everything right? and that gets a little old. But that to me is less problematic than Dr. Oz, who literally is representing himself as a medical doctor. And while the public should understand medical doctors are not like necessarily 
any more capable with the science than scientists, that that can be dangerous, right? Right. Well, yeah, and well, and and to me, to, if you t- if you take even a step back further, the, the majority of people might not even be thinking deeply enough to recognize what kind of doctor each of them are. Oh, yeah, you're right. They just hear doctor and they go, "I'm going to listen to that." Which is why, uh, you know, in this moment. We're learning that this can actually be a much more dangerous thing than, you know, we normally would just poke fun at. It's like, no, see, you're actually making people think that it would be okay to send their children back to school because also what? Yeah, because only two to three percent of people would die. Yeah. What? Um, that's what? not I'm not willing what? to take that risk. How do you Thank misunderstand you. what that means? Yeah, that's why when because what was his apology? Uh, but he didn't intend. Yeah, it was it was like a non-apology apology. And also it like gaslit a little bit. Yeah, it was like, you're the problem, not yeah. me. Yeah. I do want to remind everyone that Dr. Phil back in the day was selling weight loss oh, advice. Okay. And oh. ultimately there was a ten point five million dollar <sighs> lawsuit settlement back in 2006 because of that discontinued why, shape up diet plan. Uh, that's why I said. Oprah, excuse me. Well, I think she is just Hello? like tiptoeing backward, like pretend like, like I never had anything. She's to do a with good them. person. Why can't she just come out and say that's dumb? Don't do that. Well, I at the, at the very least, I hope she's calling them directly and like reprimanding them for sullying her good name. more celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Let's do this next one because I think you'll get it right away. All right, one of the biggest pimps in the Mediterranean during pimps? The- yes, pimps. Whoa. Pimps. All right, we're going full pimps. Mm-hmm. Pimps. 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 In the Mediterranean during the Cannes Film Festival and the summer uh, that follows has chartered two yachts. He has slowly brought in women from around the world and plans to offer cruises for the wealthy in lieu of his famous yacht parties, which are usually usually a one night thing because the Cannes Film Festival has been delayed. So this foreign born A minus list, mostly movie actress, all of you know, but who can't get work is going to be a host. Oh, for some of the cruises. Is that Lindsay Lohan? All aboard. (laughs) Is that David Geffen? No, we don't know. Oh, we don't know the pimps. (laughs) No. We don't know the pimps, but that's the thing. The Cannes Film Festival, which happens in May every year in the south of France, has been delayed because the president of France has banned all large gatherings, I believe, through the month of July. So Wise. No, yeah, no Cannes Film Festival. Pimps are having a hard time. <laughs> it's hard out there for a pimp. It's hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> Anyways, there's one who is enterprising Chartering a couple of yachts for parties, and Lindsay Lohan's going to be the host. Okay, I just want to let's keep our eye on Lindsay because I that is a recipe for disaster. Um, if somebody arrives on one of those cruises, one of those yachts, and has any kind of illness. Oh, sure. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to look at her Instagram account and see if there's anything, and there's nothing. The last time she was doing any kind of social media posting, it, it was seemed, about her sister. It was about her sister, oh, yeah. which let us all remember the rumors about Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and her sister, yes. Allie Lohan. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Pimp. Pimp. Um, but also her, her album. 
was the other oh, thing she right. was posting yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Dubai when she was posting all of this stuff. Well, in Dubai, I don't know if you know this, off the coast of water. <laughs> and what what is in the water right now? Boats. Big ones. <laughs> and pimps. Pimps. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to get the Cobra gang together. We have a publationship. What's a publationship? A relationship for publicity. That we have to discuss. This one is Bruliana. What's Bruliana? It's a Juliana Huff and a Brooks Lake. We'll talk about that when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got a publationship to talk about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, what's a publationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity, a behavior often exhibited by celebrities. And what is the publationship we need to talk about now? Uh, well, we need to get the Cobra Gang together because we got to discuss Bruliana. Whenever there's trouble, without a double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra Gang. You know what a Brilliana is? It is a Brooks Lick and a Juliana Huff. It sounded like you said Brooks Lick, but yeah, um, there's not a lot licking going on between the two. Okay, so this is a fascinating story, and I want to break down what's actually going on, so let me tell you the story. First of all, it's coming for Now, look, we go deep in the shell on the Colleen and Bradley show, which means we dig beneath the surface. We don't just take things at face value. So when I tell you that there's a story about this possible publationship that is two celebrities pretending or using their celebrity, or excuse me, using their relationship to get publicity, mm-hmm. when I tell you the story comes from people, what would you tell uh, me? That the call is coming from inside the house, which means... It is one of their camp that has released the story. Exactly. So when you hear a source tells people that the couple blah, blah, blah. The source is the couple. Yeah. Okay. So here's the headline. Julianne Huff and Brooks Lake social distance apart. Quote, they do their own thing. So I was like, wait. What does that even mean? What? So they are apparently, according to people, abiding by social distancing rules, just not together. A source tells people that the couple is no longer living under one roof during the global pandemic. Quote, the source explains, they are still together, but just not quarantined in the same place. (laughs) What? What? Okay, go on. Their relationship has always been like this, though. They like to do their own thing. Okay, but the... Okay, I mean, but the I but love that they're like anything. they're like, hey, we'd like attention for our fake relationship, but we're not together. <sighs> that is not what a re- what? Okay, so then you might think to yourself, well, maybe she's like a trauma surgeon, and he's like battling on the front lines to find a cure. So <laughs> apparently. Julianne Huff is, and again, I'm not trying to make light of people that are doing good things in the world, and I'm not trying to say that they're not doing good things in their own way. Mm -hmm. Asterisk. Mm -hmm. The story goes on. 
Julianne is staying at home in Los Angeles, while Lake is, quote, quote from the source. Okay. Means directly them. Yep. While Lake is, quote, living the simple life in nature, which makes him happy. Uh, what does that even mean? It means he lives in Idaho and has been posting photos showing off the snowy location in the woods with their husky dog, Coda. And while the arrangement might seem unconventional to some, it's what works best for the stars. Quote, their marriage is not perfect, but they continue to work on it. They speak all the time. Um, once the stay-at-home order is lifted, Brooks will come back to Los Angeles. Okay, so let's break down what we think this oh, actually means. I, it means they're breaking up, but they want attention. I just think this means they're not in an actual relationship well, anymore true. and they still want you to think they're in a relationship because why? Because they get headlines? Because it's a publicationship yeah. and a publicationship does what? Gets uh, attention for not for both people. Exactly. Yes. So this is the only way in this time that these two like you are not going to see a story about Julianne Huff or Brooks Lake, especially Brooks Lake. And that's why I think the story is probably coming from Brooks Lake mm -hmm. because he is trying to, you know, keep because most of these publicationship headlines with these two in particular, I will tell you, are usually centered around him and his podcast. Mm -hmm. um, the only time we hear independently about Julianne Huff is when I'm sorry. I just did that so that you would hopefully bring up the story about her air humping. Yeah, that's what table. I was about to say is when uh, her friend Gwyneth Paltrow wants to show her having air sex with uh, an energy healer. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think this relationship has long been over because the only thing we've ever heard about this relationship in the last six months is that they um, he's trying to learn and grow and they like to spend time apart and they don't ha they have things can to I, work on. Can I just like from a strategic standpoint, point out what is problematic about all of their publicationship storyline is that so much of it is based on their sex and sexuality. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's usually him and his podcast. Yeah. Right? So that'll come in the context of him saying weird things like she gave me the permission to explore my sexuality. And so and then and they've talked about sex in the past and their sex life. And now they're not even in the same place. Right. So like what I'm saying is none of this adds up. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say is totally. that that's how that's what makes all the alarm bells go off in terms of Publationship Town is that none of this is adding up at all. Now, I, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last. Now, night. I saw that story yesterday. Can I also share with you a story, a headline that I saw today? Yeah. Julianne Huff steps out with actor Ben Barnes as she and Brooke Lake self quarantine apart. Okay, wait, whoa, 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 First of all, you're not supposed to be stepping out anywhere with anything. Which means what? Which means... She's not stepping out. They're quarantining together. Right. Oh. So, also, do you just love the verbal gymnastics in this E! News headline? Quote, Julianne Huff steps out with actor Ben Barnes as she and Brooks Lake self-quarantine apart. Right. Okay, so first of all... What? And also, if you're stepping out, then you're not quarantining. Yeah. Now at they, all. They they talk about um, her longtime friend is keeping her company 
while she is in Los Angeles. Sexually. So one of two... Sorry. One of two things is likely <laughs> happening here, and I'm just going to tell you what it is. What it is, mm-hmm. is is these two is shacking up together yes. because nobody in this moment is going outside with other people unless they have an excuse. Right. Meaning that they are spending time together, meaning they are not putting other people's lives at risk okay. unless they're one of those people who has an axe to grind like Dr. Phil. I do have to throw this little extra thing out there, though. Like... They must have alerted, she must have alerted the paparazzi. Well, again, yes. So she must want people to talk. Okay, because she wants people to talk. Connect those dots, though. Because what did I just tell you about the previous story? Oh, that it came probably from Brooks. Because he's having fun where? In Idaho. In Idaho, looking at the mountains. Oh, this is, oh. And she's like, meanwhile, over here. I'm stepping out. Literally mm-hmm. and figuratively. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, little we're gonna do a little group therapy. What is it that you wish you could do right now that you can't do? We're just gonna get it out. We're gonna grieve it together. What do you wish you could be doing right now that you can't do? 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.